It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. Welcome to Off The Leash here with Gareth Hall. Georgie Ferugia, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, uh, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you. And hello to you, Molly. Hello. Molly Haynes joining us. Hello, hello. It feels like we haven't been in the, um, the same no. room for a little while. George has been <laughs> gallivanting everywhere but with us, I believe. <laughs> no, just doing some stuff for the National Draft. Uh, Team RSN uh, starting to fire up. Oh, uh, I can't George, wait. So. I'm excited about our greyhound stepping out there for RSN Central. We'll talk about the highlights and the lowlights from Wentworth Park on Friday night. Three group ones there. The Cranbourne Cup Eats are coming up. We'll talk to, to Jack Smith. Um, he's got a wonderful story, Molly. That he does. And look, we um, we woke up this morning to the sad news of the people's greyhound, Feral Frankie, being retired to stud. Mm. No injury that I'm, I'm aware of. I think they just thought it was time and that stud duties were calling. But I can't wait to, um, to pick Jack Smith's brain about this dog. It was, I don't know, I feel a little bit selfish when I say yeah. I didn't want this dog to retire. I wanted to see him run and run and run and run as long as he wanted to be there. But look, uh, yeah. unfortunately, today was the day. He was the pin-up dog, no doubt about it, for the greyhound. World. So we'll talk to Jack Smith. He's been terrific with the media throughout the journey of that wonderful greyhound, Feral Frankie. Go the Red Dog updates. Been a wonderful success story for Greyhound Race in Victoria with the one dog every dog that wins wearing the red rug. $250 for the bushfire appeal and the best bets all coming up on Off the Leash this morning. This is Off the Leash on this Tuesday with Gareth Hall, Georgie Ferrugia and Molly Haynes. Molly, the launching pad tickets on sale now. Can you just explain that to our listeners? Look, they've been on sale for about 14 minutes now. Midday, I believe, they were open to the public. This is um, run at Sandown Park. It's the country's only sweepstake greyhound series. So it's pretty exciting mm -hmm. stuff. There's f over four $420,000 in prize money on offer. Look, it's a three-week series. There's your heats, semis, and then your finals, as well as a consolation. So I think... The tagline, tagline that they're running with, I believe, is uh, uh, half the greyhounds entered are going home with prize money um, after after going in this series. And look, the fact that people are, are paying for a ticket into this series is, is an interesting thought. I think it was met originally um, when it was first brought in with a little bit of, oh, do we need to pay for greyhound races? But look, it's been a very popular event and there's been some really, really nice greyhounds in the past to have won this one. Is it like sort of, Georgie, like the Everest in a way? Yeah, it is a little bit because uh, you buy your ticket and you're not confined to just you know, giving it to one dog. Sometimes there's injuries that happen and they on-sell their yep. ticket to, to someone else. Sometimes people do deals amongst each other in regards to uh, who they get in on that ticket. And what I like about it is that if you don't win your heat, there's plenty of chances to win your money back through mm -hmm. those consolations that Molly spoke about. So, yeah, it's been a really good series. We had Tuitri win it last year, Beast Unleashed, Suffragette. I mean, there's some, been some very good uh, greyhounds who have gone on to do nice things in open company. And there's $420,000 in prize money. Up for grabs. I, I love the idea. I think it's a terrific initiative. I love the Everest idea because it gets people talking. People can take a punt. Every time there's a race on, if this horse is paid up for the launching pad, do you start this greyhound? What greyhounds will they go with? I think it just drives conversation and there's uh, plenty of permutations that happen there's uh trainers who hold their greyhounds back because you, you got to yeah. win you between have, uh, yeah. is it one to five or one to six um, Wins, races yeah. and under 30 race starts yeah, so, so, so it's like a game of chess in a way a little bit yeah. yeah hey rsn central we paid up yet or not we're going to wait next year. Next year. Yeah, we'll next be holding year. off for of the launching pad. <laughs> we will be playing cat and mouse. We will. Yep. We have to. How our, 
How are our greyhounds going, by the way? Uh, the eldest uh, is uh, nine months of age, so still a little bit to go. The yep. first from that 2019 draft has just started to break in the Barsha Bale Ronda Rocks. Okay. Perfect. And there was also a bit of a success story at Wentworth Park on, on Friday night with Wallbanger, your first uh, draft greyhound to have, um, I yep. suppose, made it to the track. He won the opening or second race at Wentworth Park. So really, really impressive things by this young dog. What I loved about it, there was there's two guys there who um, that was their first winner. Um, they went to Wentworth Park, they got to pat him in the car park yeah. afterwards, really? <laughs> and they sent me an email saying how what, what a great experience they had. That that's what it's all about. I mean, that was yeah. it was brilliant. So hopefully he can go on. He it was a really good run actually. So he just. Uh, Needs to get right in, in open company. He's uh, up and down a little bit, the old banger, but he's he's won eight races now, so they've had a bit of fun. And that's the best part, and that's the big advantage Greyhound Racing has, say, over the other three coats or the two coats. Like Harness Racing's got the ability to put someone in a sulky so they can experience yep. the thrill of being behind a, a horse. I think I'd be too scared yeah, to do that, to tell you the truth. It's a little bit harder I'd, to do I'd that with the gallops. I want to be brave, brave enough, but I just don't think I'm quite there. But the Greyhound's big positive and advantage they have is that you can spend an hour with the greyhound after yep. the races and well, i used to do that over in perth with <laughs> um black fusilier and, and kiss me linda like yeah and the kids who are involved in that city get used to love it and poor kiss me linda had to stay there for an hour or so after the last race yeah she was dying for a soft serve but that's the interaction that greyhounds can have with the humans. I think Absolutely. also yeah. when we have um, the retired dogs at the track as well, I think one year we took Zambora Brocky to the Warnable Cup. I think it was the year after he won the Warnable Cup. We took him there as a bit of a stunt and we had so many people come up and have photos. We walked him around with his rug and I think the fact that exactly what Gareth is saying, they get to interact with the dog, especially a past champion. Having the mm. retired gap dogs there are great, but then when you're interacting with a past champion, it's just a little bit different. He's got a good life, uh, Zambora Rocky. He's a bit of a stud dog at the moment, going places and he gets yeah. hats and uh, he's going Half well. his bloody luck. Yeah. Um, what about the summer distance at Wentworth Park? There was a host of feature races there Friday night at Wentworth Park. What was your highlight, Georgie? Uh, look, probably watching Crink, uh, King Kratos win oh, for, for Jason Magri. Apart from Warbang, we all know that. No, he know. actually um, won the summer distance plate, old Georgie boy, with True Detective. Yeah, I, um, I didn't well, actually did write that, that down there. but um, I yeah. wanted Georgie to mention it. Uh, he, he wasn't really too keen to. No, look, it was a great night. Uh, The three Group 1s were fantastic. Obviously, we had some scratchings in that derby. I've never seen a Group 1 race. Yeah, can you believe it? With two uh, spider bites. Spider bites, yeah. So, Mickey winning um, as a reserve. And um, as we said, Jason Magri's been a very good trainer for a long time. And King Kratos was outstanding to win the Paws of Thunder from that wide draw at Wentworth Park, which is notoriously hard to win from a wide draw in a Group 1 final. He was brilliant. And zipping Veyron to the winning the Futurity. She's won 11 out of 16 now, Molly, and I believe they will bring her down here for a look at uh, the Meadows for the big Australian Cup Carnival. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, look, she's she's certainly got the talent and I think the racing style too to have success on the track at the Meadows. But I do want to rewind really quickly back to the summer distance. I know Georgie Boy wants to, to brush past it, but we cannot discredit what True Detective did on Friday night. It was, he's sometimes a dog that people question whether he's going to get 700 week in and week out and it's one thing that 
even I'm not 100% sure whether he's going to go on and race over 700 yeah. for the rest of his career. But what he did on Friday night, he held off a dog called Blue Moon Rising who's won multiple group ones over the 700. It was a strong win and it was a great win. It was one he really got down and dirty. It was a fan fantastic effort and I think there is so many exciting times ahead for this dog I'm not just saying it because George is here this dog is seriously exciting and I really really can't wait to see what happens in, in the near future. You must be proud Georgie when he shows the heart like he did there on Friday night. Yeah it was good he has to begin and he did that and um, yeah he gusted out I think he's rock hard fit now Gareth so mm. um, yeah onwards and upwards and yeah thanks for that Mo. No and I really should mention too in the um, pause of thunder one of our Victorian Greyhounds starter riot did injure herself. Yeah. Um, in the stewards report did say she failed to complete um, the course but I did talk to Lisa Helmuth this morning her trainer and she said it was a monkey muscle injury so that's up in the, the shoulder she will return back to the track Lisa said she will be bigger and better than ever so very mm. very um, good news to come out of something that couldn't have that may not have been too good. Yeah, the signs didn't look too bad on track. They, yeah. they got her up and, and going and she's already a group one winner of course so yeah look uh, warts and all this sport like all, all of the codes you know you get some luck and and then other times you don't. But uh, she'll be backfiring. She's a star. She is a star. What about the Group 1s? Um, obviously, Feral Frankie was retired after competing in the Pools of Thunder. We'll talk to Jack Smith in just a moment. But some terrific results for some connections there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, take nothing away from Feral Frankie's run as well. I mean, it was unbelievable. He still ran 29.70, and he just dwelt at the start. He does so much wrong, that Greyhound. A couple of other Greyhounds didn't really have luck early, like Western Envoy. Yeah. But um, King Kratos sitting behind uh, Kay Shen uh, for Anthony as a party, who looked like it was going to have a winning break. Um, yeah. But, yeah, again, th it comes from this zipping dam line mm. of, of the famous Hallinan family who took out the National Futurity and uh, their their pedigree uh, produced the Paws of Thunder winner. It, they have been going really well in the last 12 to 18 months. Of course, they took out the Golden Easter Egg last year as well. Absolutely. And look, I was, I was just thinking then, I remember seeing an article um, with all the, the fires and then the, and then the uh, a little bit of flooding that's happening in New South Wales as well, that the funnel web spiders are coming back or it's bringing out all sorts yeah. of um, species of spiders I wonder if that had um, played a bit of a part in these spider bites that have come out because how yep. unfortunate. When um, I got the news about Simon told Helen for David Burnett getting scratched, I think that's three greyhounds scratched from group races in, in a couple of months for David Burnett. He had a, la, um, a late scratching. I think it was, was it Snags McKenzie possibly in the, in the Geelong, Geelong Cup. Cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, he pulled his toenail out on the way to the track. Just freak accidents and then... Um, I'm pretty sure there was one in between. But look, how unfortunate this... I mean, Simon told Helen I really did think he was unbeatable in, mm. in that despite getting beaten um, in the heat by hard-style hard Rico. But... Look, what can you it's do? And he's going to yep. exactly. He's going to come back bigger and better than ever, ever. I'm sure, and he's in fantastic hands. Off the leash with Gareth Hall, George Ferrugia, and Molly Haynes, and our next guest is Jack Smith, the trainer of Feral Frankie. He was the people's greyhound, and he was the the greyhound that transcended um, greyhound racing to to the sporting public. If you didn't follow the dogs, you knew who the feral was. He finished with 24 wins, 16 placings from 44 career starts and nearly $500,000 in prize money. And Jack Smith joins us now. Good afternoon to you, Jack. Good afternoon. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Was it a tough decision to retire the superstar? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I love racing and it was good to watch him, but uh, this is another chapter, so we're looking forward to that. Jack, it's, it's Molly here. I just... 
How how was it experiencing the thrill of, of Feral Frankie and having so much media attention? I mean, can you imagine how Dave Stanley is feeling right now with the news <laughs> that Feral Frankie will no longer be hitting the racetrack? <laughs> yeah, I'll say, Dave, I've talked to Dave. He, he's fine about it. Um, <laughs> uh, we've, we've had an unbelievable ride. He's been a great dog. And the fact of the way he races is... Um, just keep the teacher on edge all the time, so yeah, we just loved it. But we've decided that the time's right. Um, the interest in him to go to stud's been unbelievable. So you know, he like you said, he's he's won half, nearly half a million dollars. So and he's still he's still fitting well. And as a breeder, we just as a breeder myself, I just think that. Um, with your brood bitches, you just like to leave a little bit in me, like I'm healthy and still young and fit, and he is certainly that, so I can't see why it wouldn't be the same for the sire. So people like healthy animals, and they produce healthy pups. So that's the way we're going, and hope it works out. Jack, congratulations, obviously, to the Greyhound, but the way you handled his race career, I think it was absolutely outstanding. I know it's almost like picking between your children, but is there a highlight for this Greyhound uh, in your mind? I mean, for me, what really stands out when he put the riding on the wall was when he won that speed star when he wasn't expected to in very, very fast time at Sandown. And since that point, he just exploded. Was Was there one race or a couple of races that stand out in your mind? Oh, no, they're all, they're all so exciting. Like he, he, did it, he did it so many times. He got back and found trouble. But, yeah, the speed star, that's right. He went into the speed star with um, Midnight. I can't remember her name now. Yeah, Midnight Dare, I think it was. dollars and she was $1.50, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I and, t- um, yeah, that was more the start of it because we knew he had so much ability. But in his early days, he just... He had trouble negotiating around the dogs, which later he, he worked it out perfect. He, he was known for his tractability, but early days he, he just was he had all this ability, but he would just run into them. Mm. So hence we headed down there for the two out situation. And previously to that, he'd run 26 dead in a trial at four. I thought, well, and as you know, he'd just be getting wound up. But, so he thought this dog would be very hard to beat two out anywhere. So, um, the rest I, t- is history. I tell you what, Jack, in Forbes, when you rock up to that country town in New South Wales, there should be a statue of Feral Frankie <laughs> as you arrive into that township. And um, it should be Forbes, welcome to the home of Feral Frankie. Yeah. We need to start that feral. campaign for the local mayor. <laughs> a big feral. Yeah, the big feral. Like in my hometown, we've got the big Mallee bull. In, in, in Forbes, we should have the big feral. The Forbes Feral. Feral. You know, I can see it happening. How do we make it happen, Jack? Uh, well, you have to talk to the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know him. I don't know him, but I'll get to know him. <laughs> Might give him a ring tomorrow on RSN Central and see if we can organise Live something. On air. Live on air. Put the pressure on Gareth. We'll I Google that we'll... now, the mayor of Forbes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jack, look, I have to really quickly mention it has been an absolute pleasure to get to know you throughout Farrell's career. And look, Jack calls me probably once a fortnight to check in, see how I'm going, giving me an update on the Farrell. So I hope that doesn't stop, Jack, because I really, really am looking forward to, to seeing what he can produce off the track now. Oh, well, as a breeder, you know, it's just exciting. So, you know, if you've got a brood bitch or a side, just 
you just want to see the pup go. So I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, I'll be um, hopefully in contact about that or who knows, we might even find another one. Yeah, <laughs> You should take him on a road tour. Um, yeah. He'll sell out quicker uh, than Johnny Farnham. Will be, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for that, Jack. Appreciate your time here on RSN Central and Off the Leash. Uh, thanks for having me and the few times I've been on. It's been great. Uh, you're a legend, Jack Smith, and we need more people like Jack Smith in this world. By the way, Phyllis Miller will be calling Phyllis up. She is the mayor of... Um, <laughs> Full. You need the Phyllis feral. Miller. You need the feral in the middle of the town. Um, I tell you what, he he. You you touched on it, um, Gareth. He handled himself brilliantly with yeah. the media. Like he's, a, you can tell Jackson knockabout bloke. He gets I reckon, it. I reckon at the start he might have been just he just wanted to keep to himself a bit, yeah. but he understood the mm. the enormity of mm-hmm. it. And look, I think I know we Molly's upset that he's not racing anymore, but as you know, Molly, at this time of year there's a lot of females coming into season. I think they've probably done the right thing. They could probably get about forty females on the ground, and as you know, in this game, it's a numbers game. And mm. if he throws that will to win into his pups, Gareth, um, he's going to be a success. There's no doubt. He was terrific for the sport in my time. Watching greyhound racing, I've never seen a greyhound do what the feral did. He was so popular. Um, go to the Red Dog update. 148 winners so far. $37,000 from JRV donated to the Bushfire Appeal. The Meadows had the most amount of wins in one meeting with 7 out of 12. So that's terrific. Still a couple of days left with Go the Red Dog. Cranbourne Cup heats looking forward to them. Yeah, Nom's close tomorrow, 8 a.m. I think there's a couple of big names already being nominated, Mom. Yeah, absolutely. I think the likes of Baruga Brett, I am hearing Flynn as well, and and Ballarat Cup winner Western Envoy are the names that have so far graced um, the nominations. So fingers crossed we um, continue to get a few big names coming in. Look, it should be a great night. Heats are on Friday night, and then the final is on uh, Saturday the 8th of Feb. I've got some exciting news too. I'll be there at Cranbourne on Saturday night as part of the RSN Digital <laughs> Carnival Channel. From the start to the end of the meeting, we'll be catching up with the major players, talking to the punters, having some fun on a Saturday night. So you have to listen to that on our Carnival Channel, Saturday week, Cranbourne Cup night. If you can't get there, make sure you have RSN Carnival on. And it's pretty easy to get to. Just download the RSN up, app or go to rsn.net.au. We're running out of time. Best bets... Oh yeah, the best yeah, bets. Best bets. Winners of Grinners ten thousand at a dollar twenty five on Mandalorian at Cranbourne. Yep. Better luck next time, uh, Molly. Twenty two k at four dollars sixty on Classified. Who ended up finishing third? Yeah, that one hurts. And then round of applause. Seven hundred and fifty dollars at eight on Madame Pokey at Shepherd. And so that was a nice little collect there. Just quickly, Gareth. Um, Kim Zardashian twenty nine oh two at Sa- right. Sandown as a young pup. There was another one who won the maiden race, Manila Knight, who's a daughter of. Uh, a son of Angie Rocks who went 29.30. Watch out for those names. And just quickly, where's Black Opium? This is from Tony. Yeah, look, uh, we haven't seen her for a while. There was that injury. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see her very soon. Yeah, Absolutely, especially with the Australian Cup Carnival coming up. Yep. Plenty of news in the Greyhound world. We'll talk Greyhounds throughout the week here on RSN Central, but it's been a treat once again catching up with Molly and Georgie on Off the Leash.